0: Always oh, cool. That's right.
1: What's, what's, what?
0: oh, you know what I? You
1: know what I read was Punisher in space, come, and it was horrible. Oh really? I, I downloaded it,
0: but I haven't, I haven't read it yet. Come
1: horrible. On.
0: The whole premise is horrible. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is stupid. It's a stupid idea anyway. You no, know,
1: like it's like in an. It's not set in the future or anything like that. Well, it is, but it's it's like in its own universe because friggin. The bat. He he's trying to find. I'm just gonna tell you because I know you don't give a fuck. He's he's trying to find these um mafia ki- kingpins. All right, and one's like the Green Goblin,
0: and <laughs> one's the... i fu-
1: I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. Stupid shit.
0: I was um I was checking out the uh, um online. I was checking out uh what came out of the Doctor Who panel today, and uh they, they Stephen uh, Moffat said. That he's doing his own version of Snakes on a Plane, and it involves dinosaurs. Yes. I was like, done and done. That's all you need to know. There's nothing else. Yeah. Although, I, it would be funny to hear Matt Smith go, get these motherfucking dinosaurs off this motherfucking ship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read, Um, did you read that Spider-Man 3, dude? Yeah, uh, that's
0: Spider-Man 3
1: spider-man spider-man 3
0: no i haven't read that yet
1: i'm I... gonna i'm gonna keep my mouth shut right. because i read
0: one two and three. Oh yeah yeah because i read one and two and he's digging it and i'm amped for three and i haven't got three it three is dope dude yeah, yeah. seriously actually I, i'm actually really surprised with it i i thought it was gonna just suck balls but it's actually uh, sucking my balls right now so Ooh. yeah <laughs> uh all right i guess it's a good time to start uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to uh podcast eighty four, and uh, this is our jam packed show, Comic Con review twenty twelve. And if the Mayan calendars right, our last Comic Con ever, yeah, but you know, probably not.
1: Uh, it's it's, it's true. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's true. Because a civilization that thought like lightning was a god Thor. is obviously correct. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this picture real quick I think I told you about this back in the day I see it every once in a while and it says Jesus said no disrespect to any Christians here I just thought the picture was funny it said Jesus said he would get rid of all the sinners and then on the other side it says Thor said he'd get rid of all the frost giants and then at the <laughs> bottom it says I don't see many fucking frost giants around here <laughs> oh. I was like some boss shit right there <laughs> uh,
0: oh yeah dude I forgot to tell you like Dynamite comes on tonight on a Cartoon Network. I got this shit set to record, baby. <laughs> I, I'm like, the, the title's like Jackson Five across the face or Beat It or just Beat It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch this shit tonight.
0: Oh, I know. After this is done, I'm gonna be turning that shit on while I'm editing this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It's gonna be so awesome. Uh, uh, I don't know if any of you noticed, but Star Wars: The Old Republic. Went free-to-play this week up to level 15, and it's not one of those, you know, special weekend... No, this, it's free-to-play to level 15.
1: Should, basically, they're basically doing the same thing Blizzard did with World of Warcraft. Because they have, like, a starter edition. World of Warcraft does the same thing. Which we all knew was going to happen anyway. Of course. I mean, well, see, I didn't know they were going to do the starter edition. I thought they would just go free-to-play. Oh. Because starter edition to me is so stupid. It's like, just, just go free-to-play playing quit fucking around you know the only one that can get away with that star edition bullshit's blizzard they're, they're the only ones because their fans don't give a shit like they just oh it's blizzard i have to buy it you know but
0: none of this, this none of this just a tip just that's right <laughs> and blizzard usually has only given you the tip <laughs> yeah there are a lot of caps on this i think probably you know everybody says that this is their way of testing the waters to see how many more people will come if it's free to play um a lot of caps on it, but you know what? If you don't think it's, you know, it's it's a great way to play it to figure out if you're. Because I know for me, like, I don't know if I will play it enough to justify paying money for it. But Yeah, I'm kind of MMO'd out, to be honest. Like, I'm just too busy. I don't have time for that shit. I'm actually thinking of starting up Gamefly again. Me too. Even though I'm backlogged on games, it's sometimes I'm like, I don't want to play any of these. Because sometimes you're, you're back with, like, like, I haven't played
1: Assassin's Creed 2, and I have it, but it's been out for so long, and it was so popular, I know the entire
0: story. Yeah. Because you can't get away from it. Yeah. You know, So it's like, I may end up, fuck, buying, fuck. I may end up buying Max Payne 3, because I think um, it's Best Buy or Target has it for 39 right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I may end up getting that. I've been on a civilization four fucking marathon, dude.
1: Yeah. I played I play I started at nine o'clock. I was the Celts. I beat the game with the space race victory at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> non stop.
0: <laughs> That's what I say. That's how a man does it. Speaking of a man. Been on a Batman kick. Started and oh. begins because we got Dark Knight Rises coming out on Friday. Yeah, man. Yeah. So watch Batman because I actually really forgot how cool that movie is. Hey.
1: yeah, the, the first one's pretty dope.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, this is you know re- getting into that, and then of course this week later this week I'm gonna watch uh, the Dark Knight, and then uh, check out on Friday the Dark Knight Rises.
1: So. Oh yeah, I have the Dark Knight on Blu-ray. I need to watch that again, real quick. <laughs> Real quick, because I've only seen it fifteen fucking times. Yeah, you yeah. might as well watch it again. You know,
0: but you, you told me you saw the uh, Batman Begins. I did in Espanol.
1: In Espanol, I was flipping through the channels. I just got Dish Network, and I have too many channels now. <laughs> and um, I said, "Oh, Batman Begins," you know, and I didn't see it in Spanish. And I'm and I'm watching, and it was like it wasn't Batman talk. I forget, and I'm like, something's a miss <laughs> and then batman comes out and it's it's so funny because it was, it was that oh it was a scene where they're running through the um <clears throat> excuse me the docks oh and batman comes out all fucking badass right on that car and shit oh, yeah and he says i'm batman well the voice was just so cute <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't gruff or anything it, it was like a val Kilmerish. You know, like, I'm Batman. Like, kind of like that. You know, and I was like, "Mm, I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, not again. Damn you. (laughs) Ah!
1: (laughs) There's nipples in the cosmos. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even him. (laughs) But, uh, Uh, yeah, it was was pretty crazy. I think it's always funny because they always take movies that are, like, five years old. And they'll dub them in Spanish, which is cool. You know, it doesn't bother me. I give a fuck. But it's, watching them is funny, especially if you've seen them a lot. Yeah. Like, I can't wait until The Dark
0: Knight comes out in the Spanish Channel. <laughs> the Joker parts are going to be hilarious. Well, this is like one of uh, – there's a Jackie Chan movie that I like. It's called Gorgeous. And um, I don't even know if it got a U.S. release, but it came out on DVD here. And you can watch it in traditional um, – in the in the the original and the original uh, uh, audio, which is Mandarin with subtitles, and then it goes into English because it was filmed in Australia. But when you watch it in the dubbed, we all know how Jackie Chan sounds. But in that particular <laughs> movie, Pat, uh, Pat and I cracked up on that. Jackie Chan goes like, "Well." if we can actually figure out how to go ahead and uh, reallocate those funds, he talks just like that. Almost, you almost expect a British accent to kind of suddenly slip in. (laughs) The voice is like 50 octaves deeper. You think like, okay, this guy's not Bruce Wayne, but you're sitting here listening. And I'm like, I know how Jackie Chan talks. That's not how he talks. This is a fucking conspiracy. This is bullshit. (laughs) But if you guys have never seen um, Gorgeous, rent it, listen to it in its dub in the dub soundtrack, it'll crack you up. It'll crack you the fuck up. It'll blow your fucking mind. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should probably just jump into some news since we got some a little bit of Comic Con news to talk about later on. So, um, yes, yes, the Hunger Games. It's not. It's gone from a trilogy to a quadrilogy. That's a surprise. Yeah, I know. If anyone knows the business or at least looks at it from time to time, you've begun to notice a pattern for studios that have a high, when they have high market value properties and they try to stretch out that money train a bit longer than they should. Warner Brothers did that with the whole breaking up of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, and Lionsgate is continuing the pattern. After starting it with Twilight Breaking Dawn, which forced every person in the world to contend with the most annoying movie franchise a year longer than we should have, they are going to do the same thing with The Hunger Games. Let's be honest, when the film blew away the competition at the box office, you knew something like this was coming. Lionsgate has decided to split up the final book into two films, which will drag out their revenue stream for another year. They have uh, already given release dates for both films as part one will hit theaters in November 21st, 2014, and the second one will come out a year later, November 20th, 2015 to be honest i would rather i could take another year of the hunger games than some girl that wants to die to be with the vampire which i'm sure most of the audience would have been happy to oblige her mm-hmm. uh, but in regards to twilight uh nah, you know some chick got hit that w- that sucked he's like goes to comic-con to go see on a Twilight panel crosses the street. And this is the part that sucked. She saw the car, tried to stop, and tripped over herself and fell into the car. That sucks. Man. I know. I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. And, you know, we make jokes about the Twilight, but that's just not even funny. That's just like, that just sucks. No. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you know, when I mentioned to, um, Allie about, uh, I go, oh, yeah, they're breaking up, uh, mocking Jay into two books and she's like oh that's cool there's so much in there's so much in that book and I go really there's so much more in that book than the other two that it's mm-hmm. like yeah we can we can forget about you know expanding and telling the whole story of the other two books to the last book though no we need to tell everything
1: they only split those fucking books to make more money absolutely and if you don't know that straight chump <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of the only one, like when it, who was the first one? It, did? it was Harry Potter, right? Right. At that point, I was like, "Well, it's kind of a long book It's a wrap up. Fuck it, you know what I mean?" And then Twilight did it, and I was like, "Really?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, come on, guys." It
0: is you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just
0: a lot of staring shots. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like it, basically, it was split into two movies because there was an hour and a half uh, worth of footage of Taylor Lautner <laughs> taking his shirt off. <laughs> That's really it. Uh, I did. I did see a little bit of um, a Twilight movie. I, I don't know what one it was, what one it was, but the the fighting was kind of sick. <laughs> but when the fighting stopped, I changed it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, moving right along. Um, Blizzard always had a big issue with Diablo 2, where people would sell items from the game to other players. Um, this caused a pretty bad imbalance on battle.net and made the players that actually played legit like myself really pissed off another reason this was a problem was blizzard wasn't making any money off of it Uh, they found a way to change that with their current diablo 3 auction house the recent 1.0.3b patch for diablo 3 has added in-game commodities like gems dyes and crafting and leveling materials to the real money auction house now people can buy pretty much everything they will need in the game like they did in Diablo 3, only cheating has been replaced with the legit way of doing it. Blizzard hopes to add gold as another thing you can buy with real money as well in the near future. This is all well and good, but this is this in itself causes another drastic imbalance in the game. Those who can fork over the extra cash will have a lot more going for them than those who struggle to struggle to get the $60 together to buy the actual game itself. Life has always been easier with money, and now even your favorite video games are that way, too. (laughs) Boom. Yeah, I think it's kind of bullshit. Like, I mean, the auction house, I knew they were going to do this shit. Yeah. Everybody has an auction house, though, right? They don't have real money auction houses. Oh, yeah. In the games. I mean, they have auction... Like, every MMO has an auction house of some kind. If if it's worth its salt. Um, (laughs) But you don't use real money. But then, some of the free-to-plays... You can buy currency, like a special currency. Oh, yeah. You know, it's 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 all bullshit. And I expect to see that in, like, Asian free-to-plays that no one really plays that much anyway. But in a Blizzard game, like, come on, Blizzard. Like, don't <laughs> you make enough money? You no. know what I
0: mean? Like, come on. You're never going to hear a CEO, you know what? We made over, you know, $80 quadrillion this year. I think we can give something back. Now, fuck that. Yeah, basically going to have, you know, like, let's say I have a bunch of idiots that pay us money for anything that we dole out at them, even if it's just like fucking pandas. I know we they'll they'll pay for this shit. Pandas are delicious.
1: (laughs) No, it's like if I if I start playing Diablo three, I'm not going to buy a bunch of shit on the auction house. I'm broke. But then some fucking snot nosed little 13 year old who gets too big of an allowance is going to have all that epic shit. Yeah you know it's just i don't know it's stupid stupid it's stupid That's stupid. <laughs> stupid it's stupid <laughs> uh
0: well uh when it was confirmed that about the relaunching of the new marvel now universe uh there are some news about comics that are that um there's some new there was news about new comics that were coming. But at the beginning, with all this beginning in October, it was fair to assume that we would be seeing some comics ending in light of the major Marvel Universe shakeup. up uh, Comic book resources managed to find that some of the titles will be getting the axe this coming October. Uh, this is actually kind of a surprise. Uh, titles like Captain America, Fantastic Four, FF, Incredible Hulk, Invincible Iron Man, New Mutants, The Mighty Thor, Uncanny X-Men, and X-Men Legacy. So four of the comics that I get, five of the comics I get are getting axed in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that this should be any real shock to anyone, but we all knew that with writers like Ed Brubaker and Jonathan Hickman leaving the current titles, that there was a slight wind in the air, and there's also a slight wind in the air that Invincible Iron Man was going to come to an end. Now, in the initial rumor from Bleeding Cool, it stated that there was there will be a new series and a renumbering of some existing titles to allow them to be more accessible for readers that have neither read a Marvel comic or have been away for a while. So you can expect many many of those titles will probably come back in the new numbering system between October 2012 and February 2013. Quote, Marvel now starts with the creators. Editor-in-chief Axel Alonso explained to Comic Book Resources. So don't expect writer shakeups across the line by the fourth or fifth issue, or half the titles get canceled and replaced by new number ones. We aren't throwing shit at the wall, seeing what falls uh, falls off, and replacing it with more shit. He laughs. Uh, we're building uh, books to ex- uh, we expect to last. To me, that sounded like a dig at DC who has uh, been shaking up a lot of the creative staff every few months since the new 52 has emerged. In the end, I think it's a good idea that Marvel shakes things up in a big way. Yes, they are not rebooting their entire universe as they they are not starting from scratch, but in the end, giving it a new jumping-off point I think is a good idea. This is what DC needed, and I think uh, they found they're getting back to their flow. I just hope people... uh, can do the same... I hope these guys can do the same thing with Marvel now that it's uh, more of a restart than a reboot. <sighs> Everything's changing, man. You know? <laughs> well, it's all coming in after the whole Avengers vs. X-Men story. Everybody, well, they, they want to get everything, you know, yeah. on par with the modern shit. You know? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I did like that that line he said, you know, yeah, we're not canceling shit after, like, six... <laughs> six titles dicks
1: <laughs> i remember when dc did that i'm like what are you doing
0: yeah i know i was like, wow six seven issues in and you're already canceling like half your books what
1: the just f-? throwing just throwing books on a wall and seeing if it'll stick yeah that's all they were doing
0: that's all. i mean they
1: did cancel some pretty fucking bullshit books but
0: you know but yeah so. if you think of like oh this sounded like a good idea and then five issues in, ooh, this ain't <laughs> yeah, this ain't this ain't working this isn't what we were looking for
1: yeah these aren't the droids you were looking for. So, anyway, speaking of droids, oh shit! The Oe the Oya is an Android-powered game system that is planned to cost ninety nine dollars a pop. The greatest part about the system is how the games will be free, though, because free is at everyone's favorite price. Though the ever popular kick through the ever Jesus through the ever popular Kickstarter method. The system has passed its goal and even made it over the $1 million mark in its first 24 hours. The Oya features a quad-core Tegra 3 processor, 8 gigabytes of internal storage, and a wireless gamepad. The greatest part about about the Yves Behar-designed console is how open-ended it is going to be. Developers, or anyone with the skills, will be able to, quote, create their own peripherals and connect via USB or Bluetooth. End quote. There is still another 29 days. Well, there's probably less days now. There's still another 29 days worth of Kickstarter goodness left for the project, and Oya is looking at a um, quarter one 2013 release if everything goes well. Founder and CEO Julie Ehrman told Joystick, quote, "The support has been unbelievable, and that's exactly why we took it to Kickstarter. Kickstarter has just been the most." Phenomenal platform for specific hardware and video game companies to bring their ideas to consumers, and if it resonates, you really get the, this swell of momentum and traction, and that's what we're hoping for. And it's just
0: unbelievable the level of support. So I think this this new system system's kind of dope, dude. I've I've seen it, but I haven't really looked into the specs. Um, I think uh, breaking news: I think uh, Microsoft wants to go ahead and make it compatible with any every device. That you ever owned? Yes, <laughs> that will happen. <laughs> yeah, you know. I was like, oh yeah, you can make this uh, link up to your toaster and your uh, coffee machine, your microphone like
1: I, I was on my Microsoft shit on my eighty-six Walkman, <laughs> the, the orange one with the
0: <laughs> with the shock resistant. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's right. Oh, remember in Community where he's like, Oh, look at her. She's is that a Walkman? How could you do this to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, I was real quick. I was tripping out because I I thought I had set my DVR to only record new shows of Doctor Who, and I saw that it was recording Doctor Who, and I was like, Oh my god, is is it back? <laughs> no, I just fucked up the settings.
0: <laughs> flipped the table.
1: I flipped my own table.
0: Oh man, oh, that's always. I know I did that at first for. I think I had set it to record only new shows, and I think someone uh, – oh, no, it was John, because he thought it was um, – he goes, oh, Doctor Who's on. And he goes, why isn't it going to record? So he had set it, but he had reset it to record re- reruns and new shows. Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing this? we got like four Doctor Who shows in a row. They're a Marathon.
1: <laughs> and that new that new DVR I have is like – The Hoppa? The Hopper. and freaking there's so many different settings. I could be like, "Do you want to record it upside down?" You know, it's just fucking silly. Would you like, like
0: record it in grayscale? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you like it to fade in with a song during? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck?
0: Would you like to? I add just final, want to record the show. Would you like to add final countdown? <laughs> would you like to replace the opening credits with final countdown?
1: Yes, <laughs> that's a default setting.
0: <laughs>
1: the Notebook. It's the final countdown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love this fucking movie no book bitch <laughs> Your kids go, why does spongebob squarepants have that song on there shut up <laughs> you'll learn to enjoy it
1: that came on because uh with dish network i have uh the serious or Sirius whatever satellite channels and uh, I was listening to the the hair metal channel. <laughs> it's the final. I'm doing the dishes like
0: <laughs> headbanging you're in there. <laughs> oh yeah. It's Tough to do the dishes when you have the other hand just making that uh, the, you know the the. You're just <laughs> constantly fist pumping. Yeah, you're just like oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been working on that one dish for like
1: 20 minutes. <laughs> Fuck that! That song's so epic. I'm fist pumped with both hands and washed all the dishes at the same fucking time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, the war words between DirecTV and Viacom have reached a fever pitch with Viacom going dark on DirecTV customers as of midnight Eastern time this past Tuesday. Uh, Direct TV is claiming that Viacom sent them a letter that claimed to either drop the channels or, quote, face legal action, end quote. While Viacom is claiming they are st- distorting the facts. Now, depending on which side you're on in this one, uh, it'll have an impact on your viewing. While Viacom is claiming dish, I mean, DirecTV is misleading their customers, but have never denied the letter stating that they will proceed with legal action forcing the provider to drop the channels. Of course, the rank and file are paid by the parent company of MTV, Comedy Central, and others are turning to Twitter to blame DirecTV for dropping their channel because that means they will get less viewers, which could in turn change a sure renewal into an easily canceled show. DirecTV has some 20 million subscribers. Shortly after the blackout, DirecTV released a statement uh, which was sent out on their Facebook page. Quote, DirecTV customers were left without Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, and 14 other channels today after Viacom dropped its network from DirecTV at approximately midnight Eastern time. DirecTV executives reached out to Viacom both yesterday and today with a new proposal and a request to keep the channels on while we continue to negotiate but but never heard back. So DirecTV had to comply with the demands to take – um, the channels down or face legal action. While Viacom claims DirecTV is misleading their customers, they aren't backing away from any assertions that the satellite provider has made. Quote, DirecTV is throwing around some big numbers that are misleading. Here's the truth Viacom is asking DirecTV for an increase of about a couple of pennies per day per subscriber. That's far less than DirecTV pays for other programs with fewer viewers than Viacom. Viacom has always been open to negotiation and hopes to get the deal done. DirecTV has some 20 million subscribers. So they want a couple of pennies per subscriber per day. So that takes, so let's say you want two cents from all 20 million subscribers. That would be somewhere in the ballpark of $400,000 a day. If you times that by 30, give or take, and they're asking for $12 million a month. So that would make an extra 144 million a year, on it's top to of what check. they yeah on top of whatever they're already currently receiving. That's how ha- they try to spin it. They try to spin it for the quote-unquote common folk. Yeah, it's only a couple pennies. Yeah, it's only a couple pennies. What are you gonna you know? But It's like really yeah with all the extra money they um would come out down to the subscriber many people wonder why bills are inflated and sometimes it's because they raise bills due to inflation but more often than not it's because of campaigns like this that force uninformed people to call in and demand the provider settle the dispute no matter what and they get their extra 144 million so i guess we'll just say that we'll have to wait and see how this plays out your DirecTV customer, as I am, you won't notice anything on your guide as DirecTV has removed any evidence of those channels on their service. Viacom channels are missing, and it leaves you with a sense of, there was something there, wasn't there? However, if you're like me, none of those channels I watch, so it doesn't bother me at all. And it, But if it does bother, if it did bother me, uh, but it does bother me to have mindless dribble that I can do without but I, for me personally, if they take off fucking History Channel, Nat Geo, Discovery ID, and um, and uh, uh, the Hub, I'm fucked. I'm completely fucked. I don't have the Hub. I need to order it. Yeah, I like I like the Hub. They play that old Batman animated series on that bit. Yeah, they also um play classic GI Joe and Transformers. Yeah, they too. do. So, yeah, they do. Yeah.
1: Um, um, the when I heard about that, I was like, well, MTV is shit. You know, I was gonna say no offense to anyone who want, but I mean offense. Like MTV is shit. It just <laughs> it's just a useless fucking channel. Comedy Central has its moments. Yeah, but and the they, only
0: the only one that would affect me would be Nickelodeon because I have kids. Yeah, but that's you, it. Yeah, and the thing is, is like with Nickelodeon, you have Cartoon Network. You still have oh no, it's not. It's not Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, it is Nickelodeon. But you have um, Disney, all eighty thousand Disney channels. They just added. No. They just added Disney Junior. I fully understand that, and I have Disney Junior. But you, see,
1: we're adults, yeah, right? They take Nickelodeon off. They'll be watching Disney, and then when they go, "Huh, I wonder what fucking Victorious is doing today," you know, and then they'll switch. What the fuck? Everything will get flipped. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> they'll, be flipp- they'll be flipping napkins and shit. One of the things that's funny with this whole thing is the fact that you have Viacom claiming that they're losing subscribers to, like, Nickelodeon. They're losing viewerships over to uh, Cartoon Network, Boomerang, Disney, and all those other ones, yet they're quick to pull it off, which strikes me as being funny, but, like, people are bitching about oh, I don't get to see the Jersey Shore. You shouldn't be seeing the Jersey Shore. That shit should be illegal. But the one thing that they replace with for DirecTV customers is views which guess what Actually shows music videos it fuses the
1: it fuses the shit like if you really if you really like music videos it fuses the shit you know because i mean they they have some weird time blocks where they play some odd music but like they have like a metal metal times so, like this hot chick and they play all the metal shit like it fuses what a music channel is supposed to be yeah it's like what mtv used to be yeah you know, where you Before MTV fucking made the real world and go,
0: oh, I want to make some money. Yeah, and it's just like I was, I'm like going when I saw this, I'm like going, oh, I mean Spike TV. I never really watched it all that much. Spike and any of the channels. So Spike, I
1: only I only watched Spike when they had the your Game Award me. Show. Yeah, but other than that, I never really watched it. So most sometimes of- I I watch that um, Million Ways to Die or. 100 Ways to Die. (laughs) Netflix. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right, so. Oh, yeah, I have news.
0: You have one last piece of news there.
1: So, uh, there are so many first person shooter titles out nowadays, less successful ones than we'd like to see, that it was only a matter of time for LucasArts to try to get their franchise into the spin of things again, (laughs) like in current times recent recent job postings from the company have been seen for a current currently unannounced first person shooter project one of these openings calls for a senior core engineer list listing a responsibility that quote features and optim features and optimizations on current and future generation consoles and pc hardware unquote this doesn't directly mean this project is set for any next generation consoles but only shows that they may be thinking about it the list of Positions available are senior AI engineer, senior animator, senior core engineer, and gameplay engineer. The gameplay engineer position in particular calls for experience with the Unreal Engine 3 and um, Unreal Scripts, so at least we know what engine the game will be running on. More news as it comes in. Um, I'll play a Star Wars first person shooter.
0: That'd be interesting. You
1: know, I mean, back in the day, I forget the name of it, they had one. Oh, I can't remember. I might be thinking about Star Trek. Star Trek had one that was fucking so lame, but it was cool
0: because it was a little kid. <laughs> you, you talking about, like, uh, was it Battlegrounds or something like that? Or? Something like that. It was
1: back in the day. Yeah. Like, it was a DOS game. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. They had one for the PS1. I oh, think did was, they? Yeah, they had one for a PS1, which was a first-person shooter. Um, I remember that one. And then, there, of course, they did Shadows of the Empire for N64. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Shadows it, of the Empire.
0: Yeah, they had one. Oh God, I can't remember. I think it was Dark Ties or Dark something. Something like that. Yeah, that was yeah, because it was a. I remember it was a computer game, and then they ported it over to the PS1. And I had bought it and played it, and I was like, uh, and that was yeah, my first exposure to a first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah. And then my
1: first exposure to a first-person shooter, Wolfenstein 3D, like a fucking man.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, my first experience to a uh, first-person shooter was actually going out and shooting someone. But yeah, well, you know, yeah, I didn't count that. Yeah, well, you know, but you know,
1: yeah, it happens. Bitches be bitches. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to check a bitch. This is the
0: way it is. Sometimes you got to choke a bitch. Not uh, my fucking fault. You yeah. <laughs> know. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll dip in really quickly to new releases. Yeah. Uh, this week, we've got some highlights this week uh, coming out in theaters. Like we said before, The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> out on DVD, Casa um, de mi Padre. I want to see this fucking and, movie. Uh, I want to see this too, the Will Ferrell movie. You, you got to just be like, oh, yeah, I want to do a movie totally in Spanish. Only him. <laughs> Only too. him. I mean, like, dude, that's just nuts. Yeah. Um, on Netflix streaming, Richard Pryor, live on the Sunset Strip. Classic. That's good. That's classic. I thought it was already there. Well, they keep, it it was, and then they take it off. It's, it's oh. always out there for a short period of time, but it's back now. The new Conan the Barbarian. So if you haven't checked that out, you got It's it's out there. And I put this on there. Shira. Yeah. <laughs> I, put, I put that on there because I had just watched an old rerun of Robot Chicken, and it was the one where the ra was um had her period, and they're like, Oh yeah bother her for like another 30 days (laughs) (sighs) fucking she you want to save pure
1: that shit was funny
0: i know she like rips people apart i
1: know
0: it's awesome
1: so the only the only two i have is mass effect 3's um earth dlc is coming out that's free um pretty big dlc
0: no the alternate ending already came out
1: right yeah it's not an alternate ending. They they just added um the expanded ending. Yeah, they expanded it, and then they they said like if this isn't enough, then fuck you, basically. <laughs> um, now I added uh this big two middle fingers. Greta. I know. Um, DC's Batwing Volume One trade paperback. Now the only reason I added this, I just recently started catching up on Batwing. Pretty good, dude. Yeah. Like like yeah, it's he's um he's from Africa. And, uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of political stuff going on and it's, it's good though. I like, I, I was really enjoying it. So it's more of a mature book, some blood in it and stuff like that. Like he's, uh, he has to get checked sometimes. He's about to kill somebody, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, but, um, really good book. Speaking of DC, let's talk about what's coming out in DC. Let's do that. Uh, this week. So Batman Beyond Unlimited number six, Batwoman number 11 before before the watch or before watchmen silk spectre 2 uh bird of prey 11 blue beetle 11 captain adam 11 catwoman 11 dc universe presents 11 dominique Laval, voodoo child number 5 fables number 119 green lantern corp number 11 hellblazer number 293 justice league number 11 legion of superheroes number 11 nightwing number 11 red hood and the outlaws you guessed it number 11 supergirl <laughs> Girl number 11 Unwritten number thirty nine. Woman I know, right? Don't worry. Wonder Woman number
0: eleven and <laughs> Young, <laughs> Je- Young Justice
1: number eighteen. <laughs>
0: All right, in Marvel this week we've got uh, Avengers Academy thirty three, Avengers versus X Men eight of twelve, Captain Marvel number one, Daredevil fifteen, Dark, uh, Dark Tower the Gunslinger and the Man the Man in Black number two. Isn't that Johnny Cash, the Man in Black? It better be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Then this one, the dark, it's gonna look, it's gonna look a lot like Johnny Cash. <laughs> That's gonna be badass. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four 608, Infernal Man Thing number two of three, Invincible Iron Man 521, Journey into Mystery number 641, uh, Marvel Zombies Destroy number five of five, New Mutants 46, Secret Service three of six, Uncanny X-Men 16, Untold Tales. Of the Punisher, Max, number 2 of 5. Wolverine, 309. X-Factor, 240. And X-Men, number 32. And in Boom
1: this week, Adventure Time, number 6. Elric the Balance Lost, number 11. Extermination, number 2. And Roger Landridge's
0: Snark, number 10. (laughs) In Dark Horse, we've got Alabaster Wolves, number 4 of 5. BPRD... Hell on Earth, The uh, Devil's Engine, number three of three. Baltimore's Dr. Lescovar's Remedy, number two of two. Concrete, three easy pieces, one shot. Um, Dark Horse Presents, number 14. Fatima, The Blood Spinners, number two of four. Reset, number four. and Star Wars, Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison, number three of five. And in dynamite this week, Garth,
1: <laughs> motherfucker. I knew it. Uh Garth Garth Enus Jennifer Garth Enus is Jennifer Blood Annual number one, Prophecy number two of seven, Red Sonia number sixty seven, Spider Man Spy Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh Sorry, I'm sorry. Spider number three. Yeah. Vampirella number nineteen. Warlord of Mars Deja Taurus number
0: thirteen. Yeah, you know it's gonna happen. Dynamite's gonna get sued by Marvel, go, Hey, we heard in a podcast yeah. you're doing a Spider Man, what the fuck? What's really going on? <laughs> uh, in IDW, we've got uh, Cobra number 15, Danger Girl, G.I. Joe number 1 of 4, uh, Kiss number 2, Mars Attacks number 2, oh my god, um, <laughs> Night of a Thousand Wolves number 3 of 3, Star Trek number 11, and Star Trek The Next Generation Doctor Who Assimilation 2 of 8. Uh,
1: you don't say oh my god to Kiss? <laughs> really yeah <laughs> my love
0: gun <laughs> it's and it, it, it <laughs> i
1: mean
0: you know it's kiss versus mars attacks i mean
1: that movie was the shit i love that movie it was shit yeah it was no it was the <laughs> shit i was pretty young when it came out though <laughs> don't run we are your friends <laughs> anyway an image to round this up uh activity number seven carbon gray volume two number one of three darkness number 105 glory number 28 saga number five and skull kickers number 16 this is a cool name
0: i know that's just a badass name all right if you want to see the complete list of new releases check out the website the every sunday for movies dvds video games netflix streaming and comics so yes another comic con is come and gone and uh, so there was a lot of cool stuff well I just I wrote a, a piece for for Monday and I it, to, to me it, there wasn't a whole lot that came out of Comic Con, you know, no. as far as news stuff. I I really do think it's more it's becoming more of an experience just to go, which is cool, and, and, and I'm cool with that. Uh, although I I, I really want to try to go next year again.
1: Other, yeah, I do too.
0: Yeah, I I I, I, I did like. We saw a lot of things, and, like, you know, they had another uh, Expendables panel, which I had already seen the original one, and then the Doctor Who panel. But I still kind of really wanted to be there just to experience it again. Yeah. And and I think, you know, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, God, I really want to go back. I really want to do that again. So I took some of the news that I had, and I know they did some um, video game stuff over there. Um, but I took, like, some of the comic um, – mostly movies – uh, and uh, I kind of broke them up over what was expected, what um, what was unexpected, and what was just cool. And a um, couple of things that came out. I was actually really surprised. They had a screening for Judge Dread over there. Well, it was actually called Dread, And uh, it was a, a screening for it on Wednesday night. And every all the reviews have been very favorable about it. Like, yeah, like it really is dark. It's gritty, and you know they it, people gave it. Um, people cheered when it was en- when it ended. You know they were like really happy with it. So I was a little surprised. I mean we're not gonna have no more. You know I am the law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love that. He loved it. Law law law. I am law. <laughs> Um, a couple of things that I had that were unexpected. Um, we finally got some word from uh, about uh, Kickass Two, which we'll start up filming in a couple of weeks. That um in the in the graph in the series there was a, a a really graphic rape scene that didn't make the cut. Apparently, no, not. I, I'm not. Ex- I didn't expect it to. <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, but. You know, is so far I was like I was actually like going, oh, I guess they did because it, like the first one they're like, yeah, it's gonna be gritty and dark and violent and you know, but I'm like, oh, we finally found the line, we found the line of where we're not gonna go past.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, out of the community panel, an inspector space time convention, yes, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be cool. <laughs> that may be a good spot for uh, Amy Pond to pop in. Oh yeah. Uh this one really surprised me. If you got uh if you go to the Lazy Geeks Facebook page, uh you will see a link to a YouTube clip or even just go to our YouTube page. Um uh, you can actually see a link to um the entire Firefly 10th anniversary um panel. Someone uploaded that on there. And um one of the weird things was Joss Whedon considering doing a do-over with Firefly. Yeah, I know. I that would... was actually
1: my my only unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> was that I was like, what? Or no, not my unexpected. The um, the uh, the other one. <laughs> the uh... I don't know. It's on my fucking list. All right. <laughs> like I was surprised. Yeah. yeah, I was like, well,
0: what? Yeah, because he said that um, they're supposed to uh, according to from what I got out of the panel, it was they're gonna do a reunion movie. If that does well, just um what was it Dis- uh, Discovery Science I think it's the channel that they have the reruns on is wants to work with him to basically kind of start it over again with the entire cast which I think is a cool idea Fox really kind of fucked him over when they did that original bit he needs to get away from Fox he, he shouldn't work with Fox and uh, so I was really really surprised that I was like going ooh so I figured you might uh, John was pretty jazzed about that on
1: i'm i'm fucking pumped dude like that would be cool just the movie alone
0: yeah but uh yeah that that should be interesting i'm so excited with the title of captain america 2 captain america winter soldier yes oh my God, when i saw it I was like yes i literally screamed and came at the same time it was amazing oh yeah um uh, one thing I was surprised, and I was more surprised about the latter part of this than I was about the first part, Test footage was revealed at Comic-Con during the Marvel Films panel, but it wasn't officially announced. That part kind of surprised me, because it was kind of, almost seemed like a foregone conclusion that we were going to seize that.
1: But, yeah, I know. I don't know. I want to I wanna talk about some stuff. Well, it's fucking... Just holding the spotlight, aren't
0: you? Well, I'm just fin- – this is the last one, and then – I'm
1: just kidding. what you
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> Then you get the. Then you get your shit. <laughs> i just breaking your balls, man. <laughs> and the last one that was unexpected was – and not that Peter Jackson actually showed, according to reports, extensive footage of The Hobbit, but he didn't show it in 48 frames per second or 3D. That was kind of insane. So, um, like, which I'll probably still see it in just regular 2D, but, um, I was still kind of surprised, but a lot of people, actually, a lot of people, uh, favor that came out of that. I read it in 2D, so I don't need to see it in 3D. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. So.
0: <laughs> Although I My... do, I do wish I was there, because Ian McKellen was at the panel. Mm. And that's, like, just. That's, that's a, that's a brother right there. That That's the man. Gotta, like, Baskin in his greatness you know yes Baskin. <laughs>
1: <sighs> are we on to me now yeah are we doing me are yeah. we uh, check one check one no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no you cut out for a second so i didn't know what you were talking about <laughs> check, check check so anyway most of my stuff is the same as your shit um but because Comic Con was, was kind of loud this year, like to be completely honest, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it was still cool. Like some cool stuff happened, but it wasn't as intense as some other years. Um, I I like the Hobbit showing. I like the um the screens we got, a couple screen bits we got from that. Um, I'm re- I mean that's my favorite book of all time, so I'm really I'm really pumped up about that. Um, Superman the 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 poster or whatever they showed that got me kind of pumped up about it because I want. Them to do a Superman movie right in the modern times, like I really want it to happen.
0: I the, uh, that when I saw that post so I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah."
1: Um, Mortal Kombat Legacy season two—that was a little online bit. The first one was good, so I'm I'm, I'm really curious to see how the,
0: the second one plays out. They were there was talk about it, but they didn't seem like there was much action going on about it. So I was really no. surprised that they they went with that.
1: And then, and then my last thing in the cool category was the Iron Man suits
0: fucking lined up. That was just a sick photo, dude. Yeah. You see that shit? Yeah. I was- saw that. I was like, oh. And you see the new one? Looks like it's right out of Extremities. So. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, some unexpected things. I had the Kick-Ass 2 on there, too, just because we haven't really heard much about it. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty cool about that. The
0: RoboCop remake dude. <laughs> that they were hitting about? I, I I Did you see the uh the trailer that uh viral trailer for um uh, that was a promo for OmniCorp? Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, I go, this is really happening?" <laughs> and you know what? I I'm, I'm scared about this
1: because I really love the Robo. I even love the one with the jetpack. Like I love all the RoboCop movies. And they could really fuck this one up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I mean, it just—it's got Gary Oldman, Samuel L. Jackson in it.
1: I know. Well, you put Samuel L. Jackson in it. Yeah. It's—it's it's a movie now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I'm actually excited. My kids are excited too, but I'm—I'm I'm excited about Wreck-It Ralph. I think that's gonna be a fun movie.
0: Eh.
1: Um, have you heard anything about this? I've heard about it, yeah, but uh, it just basically—he's like a video game villain. He wants to be more. Like, I have to watch all these movies all the fucking time. I know, I know. You have you know, a so watching it, so but a lot of them are good. Like Mega Mine, I fucking love that movie. Every time it's on, I put that shit on. Mega Mine's cool. I like Mega Mine, but I'm so sick of watching Toy Story. <laughs> My youngest son is a Toy Story fanatic, and he watches. I've seen Toy Story literally 50 times. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Um, the Josh Sweden remake. I'm fucking. Bleh, I'm just over. I'm just done with it. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't even think straight when you I think my mind
0: around it. Like, oh my god, he's rebooting his
1: own it's it's like he's rebooting his own series. That's what happens when you direct the Avengers.
0: I know. <laughs> Reboot your own shit. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm going to do Buffy, but I'm going to do it with a black man, <laughs> you know,
1: and like and, but everyone's still going to treat her like a chick.
0: Yeah, and and everybody be like, "Okay, Joss. Yeah, go for it." Go for it. Avengers. You're the man. Avengers, yeah. All he has to do is just walk in with an Avengers t-shirt. That's his only reminder. That's the reminder there. (laughs) The
1: only other thing that really got me, it was unexpected, I was surprised, and it's cool, Mm -hmm. um, was a Deadpool game. yes. That they're hinting towards that, I was like, oh fucking a, dude, I'm I'm all for that, dude. That
0: shit. I don't care how shitty it's gonna be. I want. I, want,
1: I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. Care. It could be the worst game ever. I just want to hear the dialogue.
0: Like, like I think Nathan Fillion should be the voice, only because I think Nathan Fillion should be everything. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, even like when they do the eventual, you know, Obama story, they should Nathan have Fillion should be. You want Nathan Fillion to play blackface? Yeah, I want. Uh, he doesn't even have to play blackface. He can just play him. He could just be, just dress up in the suit and stuff like that, and just he he'd be Obama. He would be. He could be Nathan Fillion. Refer to himself as
1: President Fillion. Yeah. Wear a polo and some shorts. <laughs> and and it it would be believable. Yeah. Flip flops, yeah. <laughs> and a beanie cap. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um oh one other thing was um what the fuck was the other thing because i didn't write it down and i just read about it earlier uh oh shit i don't remember so it must not have been all that great oh yeah i do remember um geoff or whatever his fucking name is uh john <laughs> uh said said he hopes for a green lantern too and i agree with him i think Although Green, Green Lantern was a disappointment. I mean, overall, it was a disappointment. I'll still watch the movie and enjoy it, but it's a disappointment. <laughs> um, I I think, I think that they have a good opportunity here to learn from that mistake. And now that they've moved past, because even though it was a disappointment, it still gave a good background for the origin of Green Lantern. all the information was there it was all laid out simply it it was easy to understand so I think now that they've got that out of the way we can move on to something quality we can move on to a really like good story
0: I think if they Um, do it the way that Marvel did Hulk and an Incredible Hulk like not spend so much on the backstory like how they kind of said like oh they kind of did the flashback of you know of the backstory but moved on with the real story I think if they kind of do that a little bit, because you know it's going to be kind of, in a, in essence, going to be kind of be rebooted. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, if they don't, if we, if they kind of say, okay, you saw the other film, that's the origin. We're not going to do an origin. We're going to just kind of, you know, go off, you know, and uh, and, and do it kind of independent from the other one. I, I think that'll be cool, that's, Yeah. And- which is what I think they should have done with Spider-Man anyway. But that's another story.
1: And then a few a few other little sound bits was Will Wheaton um, said that piracy was the entertainment's fault, entertainment industry's fault. Oh, I, I thought that I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, Kurt Fuller, I think you guys remember him, actor from back in the day, yeah. says that uh, Ghostbusters three should not be made. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't really go too fully into it, but I was like, okay, <laughs> you, know, you probably would have got a part in that, and I haven't seen you in much, so you might want to. Yeah. You know, chill out. You know, just whatever. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, Comic Con was it was cool, and and I fully agree with you that it's 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 become an experience. It's like E three. It's become an experience. Um, we kind of know what's going to happen already, most of the time. Right. Um, it's just clarification.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it not too much came out
0: this year. Yeah, a couple that, th- that really blew me away. Yeah, a couple of things that were expected. Uh, that came that that I saw that came out. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has finally been revealed as the unti- the the worst kept secret for Marvel. Yeah. Movie. Uh, ben Kingsley is Mandarin in um, Iron Man three, uh, uh, which you know you're gonna have people that are gonna not like it and gonna like it. I I think having Ben Kingsley gives it some kind of credibility in in the way that. Um, In the way that uh, uh, Ian McKellen kind of gave some credibility to Magneto. Um, Man of Steel teaser trailer linked to The Dark Knight Rises, which was expected because how can you not? Yeah. I would have been surprised if it was linked to, like, The Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, then you'd be like, huh?
0: And I'd be like, whoa, that was weird. Um and uh, so, but which they showed during the, com- um, during Comic-Con, which would have been cool. Uh, no John Williams score in Man of Steel. Didn't expect it. As a fan, no. I hoped it, you know, there was that like, yeah. oh, you want to hear that? But, you know, and I agree with Zack Snyder's logic behind it. You know, the this is a reboot. The other story, the other movies were kind of their own thing. Because that song is going to instantly, instantly make the audience compare it to those movies. Yeah. And it's already going to have enough to go with that because yeah. you're going to already remember Brandon Roth, who I thought was a good Superman. I I, I thought Brandon Roth was a good Superman, um, and of course there, there's just Christopher Reeve, which is Superman. Yeah, uh, plain and simple. <laughs> uh, but so you already have enough. Again, you don't need the score too, you know. And uh, and another that was wasn't unexpected was um. Uh, Arnold showing up to Comic-Con, his first Comic-Con. That was cool, yeah. The one thing that was a bit surprising, but more of a uh, was his saying that they were looking into making a sequel to Twins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that movie was... That, that's a classic, though. That's a
0: classic bad movie. It's a classic movie, but we don't need a sequel to it. No. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it was like, um, get shorty. We didn't need a cl- uh, a sequel to that. No. Yeah, you know, um, and stuff that I just saw that was just playing cool. I like the fact that Comic Con took four single day passes and turned them into four day passes. Yes. So you yes. only had to go once, get it, and then that's it. Be done with it. I thought that was awesome. Um, Godzilla being officially announced and a teaser trailer revealed. I thought that was cool. <laughs> you know, because in the description of the teaser trailer was awesome because it was they said like it was all black and they gave this like um voiceover that was talking about talking about some proverb and you heard the classic roar. So I thought, okay, that's kinda cool. you you, you kinda you kinda have to give it that. Um Doctor Who at Comic Con is just cool itself. Um mm-hmm. although <laughs> this one Adam and I talked about before the show. Uh, they alluded to taking a spin on snakes from a plane with dinosaurs. Yes. That's it. That's all that really needs to be said. <laughs>
1: how big of a plane? Yeah. <laughs> right? Is it going to be the
0: Avengers? Hell, helicar- <laughs> Like, really? Just how big? Oh, my how God. How big? Snakes on a ship. I guarantee that... <laughs> title too snakes on a spaceship <laughs> if it is i am going to stand up and call, you know I'm slow gonna, clap slow clap though yeah <laughs> oh my god uh there's a video that i linked to our facebook page uh, robert downey jr attending a iron kids iron man costume contest i thought that was pretty cool that was cool, yeah. Because yeah, you had all these kids in variations of the Iron Man outfit, you know, and, you know, they get in. Did he come, did he come dressed up? Or did he just show up? He just showed up. Because he's, he's, he's Tony Stark. He just shows up and do whatever the fuck he wants. Walked out in his fucking underwear and a beer can. It wouldn't be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> It was cool though, because like the kids are all there, and he's uh, and the guy's like, "Okay, everybody, you know, point their hand out and say, 'I am Iron Man.'" And you know, they're like, "I am Iron Man." He's like, "Okay, let's try that again. Come on, a little louder." And they're like, "I am Iron Man." Then all of a sudden, you hear, "Did someone call my name?" And he steps out from, "Yeah," goes out there. I was like, "Oh, that was aw- that would be awesome." Uh, That's just cool of him for, for the kids. You know what, yeah. what I mean? That's just cool to do. Oh, and he he does total Tony Stark at one point. He goes, "You know what? I think the best." Uh, the best person with the costume here is me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: oh, I forgot to mention this, dude. Um, a lot of people might... A lot of our younger crowd might not know this, but uh, Black Dynamite himself. Yeah. Uh, what's his real name? Shit. Uh, Jale- J- um, was it... Uh, it was here in front of me a second ago.
0: J. White or something like that?
1: Yeah, Michael, Michael J. White. Michael J. White. Um, he played spawn in that movie back in the day. Yeah. That not so great movie <laughs> before uh, comic book movies became the norm. Um he was saying that if Todd McFarlane wanted to make another like hard R rated spawn reboot, he's down for it. And and I the best part of that spawn movie was him. Mm. Like it was just he was amazing at spawn and I think that character if taken seriously would be an amazing fucking movie.
0: Well, if you think about it, because now comic book movies can go gritty, and they're yes. gritty. Spawn would be perfect, perfect. And Spawn, just Spawn as a character is the shit. Oh yeah.
1: So I, I think I think if that, I mean, no one has said anything. No one said it's happening. I'm just saying that. Got <laughs>
0: <that, laughs> Saying that we report, you know, no, he's just yeah. saying if it's if he can, if they will be willing to do it, he'd do it. And who wouldn't be?
1: Well, but I'm, I'm just saying that that would
0: be amazing to me. That would be pretty cool. I'd like to see that. Um, another thing I thought that was cool, all the Batmobiles. That was sick, too. Was those things where I was like, oh, my God, I wish I was there. Is it all from uh, the 1960s all the way up to the uh, the two tumblers? I thought that was pretty cool. Jumping and Jack one, you know, Um, I, I kind of like dug that whole little scavenger hunt they had for item forty-seven, which was the the longer one-shot that Marvel's doing for the Avengers. Um, if you don't know much about it, it basically has uh, this couple that finds one of the Shatari um, weapons and decides to go on a robbery spree and uh shield has to go after them (laughs) that's funny Uh, and uh you can actually see like the the you know like they did for the other ones they did the one little clip that you can check out um and uh get kind of a little teaser for it so that that was that looked pretty cool i thought that was fun um and i always liked those marvel one shots i always thought those were those were really cool um But, yeah, you know, uh, everything else seemed, uh, yeah, like we were saying, it seemed pretty quiet this year. Um, But, uh, yeah, it it really, I think it's, thankfully, it's becoming an experience. Yeah. Something you just have to go see and be a part of. And, go ahead.
1: No, and I was going to say, and, of course, things they don't cover in the news. You know Artist Alley was the shit. You know, I mean... That's always fucking breathtaking.
0: So, I don't know. I wish I was there. Like, I got kind of bummed out when I was reading all the news. I was here, I was kind of the same way, like, going, oh, man, I kind of wish I was there. Uh, at the uh, the Iron Man 3 panel, Don Cheadle was there, and John Favreau confirmed that he will be playing Hoppy again. Yes! I'm like, yes, that's awesome. And he said that he's he's cool with the fact that he just gets to play more with Robert Downey Jr. than he, you know, having to direct and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I'm I'm very very happy with it. That was one of those things. that like yes, uh, so you know, and um, I kind of would have liked to have seen the um, hero, pi- I mean Arrow pilot, because they were showing mm. that at at um, Comic Con, and I thought that would have been kind of interesting to just see how they take Green Arrow. Man, um, I think um uh, I didn't
1: really like I didn't really like Smallville. <laughs> like I thought it was lame. Like they just Every time someone says Smallville, I think of that stupid song. Somebody save me! <laughs> Just horrid, you know. Oh man. But
0: uh, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's you know, and and most of you guys know we only report to stuff that we find interesting. Uh, but uh, there was, I mean, there was a lot of stuff, and you can go to a lot of sites to see all that stuff. But you know, to, to as far as like news and like stunning things, there weren't a whole lot. No,
1: no, 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 and no. <laughs> Robocop
0: remake. That that was like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I did wish I got to see that short film that had Thomas Jane. Punish your T-shirt. Oh yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it was that was so weird. Like it was him and uh, Ron Perlman. Uh, do you remember the one from Hellboy? Yeah, yeah it was just a thing, and he threw this shirt, and it was the Punisher shirt. So everybody's like, "What?" Does that mean he's going to be playing? Punisher sure, again, you know, is is, is there an idea? So we'll we'll see. How kind of victim him as Punisher. Yeah, uh, the movie sucked, but I, the movie the movie did suck. That that is, <laughs> it's a tremendous tremendous amounts of dick. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But, we'll you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, oh, well. Eh. well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, that's pretty much all the big stuff that came out of Comic-Con 2012. Um, hopefully, next year, we'll be able to give that um, delusional podcast that we... That we kind of gave you guys last year. Yeah. <laughs> After four days of that shit. Oh, uh, God, that was so funny. Uh, but in any case, um, I think it's time we head into some uh, douchebaggery. All right. My uh, runner up
1: this week, damn it, was <laughs> Jennifer Aniston movie role lures Deadbeat Dad home to face $43,000 bill and arrest. Jesus, that was funny. Um, this was from, there's a lot of jokes in this. So this is from uh, entertainment section of MSN Today. Um, so the joke's probably be bad. Um, as I say, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Now, tack on this, on this correlate. what? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, fuck you. If you're a deadbeat parent who has skipped out on your child support payments, and a random call suggests you're in line for a role in the next Jennifer Aniston movie, well, you might want to think twice about flying home for your close-up. Uh, that's what Joshua Garlaffi discovered when he flew in May from Hawaii to Pennsylvania, where he the new Jennifer Aniston movie in Pennsylvania. That's that's funny. Uh, <laughs> where he owed over forty-three thousand dollars in child support payments according to Pennsylvania paper, The Morning Call. The 40-year-old had been absent from his child's life for 19 years, and as his support payment debt grew, he ultimately decided to live in Hawaii, where extradition was apparently too expensive for local law enforcement. That meant his ex-girlfriend Beth Ann Holderman and bounty hunter Scott Bounty Hunter, Scott Bernstein, had to come up with a ruse to get him to return. (sighs) <sighs> Bernstein contacted Gar- Garlathy on Facebook, pretending to be a movie producer, according to the Daily Mail. Uh, Bernstein lied that one of his talent scouts discovered Garlathy playing guitar in a cafe where he worked and wanted him to appear in a new rom com starring Jennifer Aniston called Banished from Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing was a story Bernstein invented, but Garlathy bought it and was hand- handcuffed when his plane landed. He was in fact greeted by cameras at the airport, and they were they were for a reality show making a series on deadbeat parents. What a reality <laughs> show! Um, That'll which that, will
0: probably be on MTV. <laughs> yes, and extremely popular.
1: Yeah. Um, last Tuesday, after spending 42 days in jail, Carlaffi pleaded guilty for willful failure to pay child support. The Morning Call reports. He previously paid $10,000 toward what he owed, and Judge James T. Anthony put him on 90 days probation and um, dunned him for the $2,912 plane ticket Holderman had ponied up for the <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii-Pennsylvania <laughs> giant. Um, this is a quote. This this guy thought he was going to be a star of motion pictures and changed his life, and the reverse happened, Bernstein told the Mail. He was arrested on the plane in front of 250 people. Um so that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, deadbeat dads in general suck. Yeah, right. You know, so, so just, <laughs> he's such an
0: idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell, like, he's probably some dude that plays at, like, a, a local place every once in a while for some extra pocket change. Oh,
0: right. On his right. little
1: guitar. And now he's like, I'm going to be a fucking star. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sure, you are, dude. Right. Uh, this is my break. Yeah. Um,. My runner-up douchebag this week is Russia. (laughs) Russia. That's it. No story, just Russia. (laughs) We're done. Uh, done. (laughs) Um, It seems that everywhere you turn, someone is trying to stop freedom of expression on the Internet. Now, before I start waving the stars and stripes, I need to remind you that we faced a similar dilemma here earlier this year. But it seemed to be much less of a surprise that it is happening in the motherland of Russia. Wikipedia is stepping up its game in regards to a proposed change to a law that could lead to sweeping censorship on the Internet. According to The Next Web, it seems that the Russian government is trying to amend a law called Act for Information that would crack down on sites that contain pornography or drug references or that promote suicide or other, quote, extremist ideas, end quote, which uh, will be subjected to blacklisting. In the statement in Russian on Wikipedia, they stated that the lobbyists and activists supporting the amendments argue that they are directed exclusively against the content such as child pornography and things like that. But, the follow, um, but to follow the provisions of the wording to be discussed will result in the creation of a Russian analog of the, <laughs> the Russian analog of the Great Chinese Firewall. Uh, the practice of law which exists in Russia says a high probability of worst case scenarios in which Wikipedia would be closed across the country end quote um, as it is as it was in the 50s in this country the red scare will allow people to give up certain civil liberties to protect themselves in recent years it has gone from terrorism to pri- to piracy and child pornography. The language that in many of these bills are so broadly worded that can be misused by the governing party to squash any type of dissent from the civilian population. While Russia has always been known to as a non-internet friendly country, it seems to be more extreme since Russian President Vladimir Putin returned to power back in May. And many of the citizens have taken to the Internet to voice their outrage and call into question the manner in which the election was carried out. In other words, he's suspected of voting rigging and electoral corruption. That would be a good way to quiet the voice of dissension. CNET reports that last month, Russia came under scrutiny for proposing an amendment to the United Nations Treaty that would have censored citizens' rights to voice government opposition on the Internet. As, Good luck. Yeah, as it seems more and more likely that Russia is going the way of its pal China, free countries should remember that we're on the same ledge. We've been on the same ledge for a long time, but the voice of the people and fear of elected officials unable to get reelected stood up and backed off. However, it doesn't mean that we won't end up here again, but what will happen then? But see the difference
1: between China and Russia is China's not pretending they're a democracy. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're so like, they can do that and everyone goes, Well, that's China.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, except for the Chinese, of course, but Yeah, except for the Chinese. But that's the thing is like, you know, with with Russia, I mean it's easy for them to do. They can just but the same thing here. I mean, look at the Patriot Act. Everybody was willing to give up all that stuff because, oh, fear of terrorism again, you know. And and it's it's really quick. I mean, Canada tried to do the same thing. Canada tried to s- tighten their laws by saying, oh, well, we're going against child pornography, but we're going to word it in a way that we can kind of go after whoever we want. And it, it's just it's that kind of stuff that bothers me.
1: Uh, like I don't want child pornography either, and especially Russia because Russia has a real problem with that shit. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's. It's hard to censor just one specific piece of content right. without censoring everything else. Yeah. yeah, maybe if they arrested people.
0: Yeah, that might be a good idea.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Russian Russian prisons aren't fun. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> oh man. So our douchebag of the week, I, I Adam and I kind of went back and forth on this uh, because I was right, but you know whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, he wanted to say everybody that was, you know, like Dish and DirecTV and Viacom and AMC and everybody, you know, that was blacking out shit and um, uh, Time Warner's having an issue with Tribune, all that stuff. But I wanted to single out Viacom and DirecTV. Now, depending on which analyst you listen to, whether they say this is a black, the blackout is a good thing for DirecTV or Viacom, one thing is certain. The next tidbit of information isn't good for Viacom. Now, when DirecTV informed the customers that they can catch up on their favorite shows via the Internet websites, it seems that Viacom took it to heart and started to slim down on their online offerings. BTIG analyst Rich Greenfield told Deadline, while the blackout isn't good for DirecTV, he claims that Viacom can't selectively block web videos from DirecTV customers. What did Viacom have to say about that? No, well, To me, the answer seems pretty petty. But they stripped down the internet accessibility from their entire library and claimed that 4,500 long-form episodes are still available. But it seems that they needed to, quote, Temporarily slim down our offering as DirecTV markets them as an alternate to uh, as an alternative to having our networks. End quote. One of the major problems with this tactic is that it comes off as very petty. While many idiotic-minded people can simply blame DirecTV, many others will find this as a public game of uh, pu- for public opinion. While many in, of the statements coming out of Viacom is about being fair, yet they decided to take out take on the customers that they are trying to convert to their side viacom is doing what Lulsec did when they took down the playstation network last year you are flagrantly smacking the face of the people you are trying to gain support with that may work in politics but when more people vote on american idol than any given election this is dangerous ground but Better bear this tactic in mind when they start seeing a spike in illegal downloads of their own series. And while they claim that il- um, that it is illegal, it still forces tax-savvy tax sa- and not just young people like people think only kids can use the internet uh, to find alternative ways to obtain shows they are missing. If Viacom thinks this is a win for them, they are sorely mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, "Wow, you guys are ultimate douchebags," and that leads into my epic of the week. The flip side of that is, as life is getting more and more difficult for people that are simply trying to wa- pay, that are simply paying to watch television, AMC is trying to make things a little bit better. A lesson that Viacom should have ta- should be taking notes on. This applies to anyone that has been massively upset by the removal of AMC from Dish Network's lineup. So you won't be able to catch up on the season premiere, which is uh, which is actually yesterday from the airing of this podcast, Sunday, July 15th. AMC is offering loyal Dish fans the ability to watch the episode online at the same time it airs on television, so no one can um, – Uh, so no one can uh, offer spoilers according to the verge quote amc wants its loyal dish viewers to experience the excitement of the break of of the breaking bad premiere at the same time as their friends and neighbors the network end quote the network says now if you are one of those guys that think they can check it out online guess again you will need to register with amc as it is only available to Dish customers. Quote, we want to give Dish customers an extra week to switch providers so they can enjoy the rest of the season, In quote, AMC explains. I think Viacom should be taking a lesson from AMC. While yeah, AMC, that's freaking dope. Yeah. While AMC spent a lot of money to keep the series on the channel for two more seasons, they are taking the bigger man approach and saying, look how cool we are. We care. This will work in AMC's favor and will get more people to check out their show and call Dish and force them to hand, hand, um, their hand to settle. Viacom reduced the amount of shows that are available for streaming, which seems like a foolhardy move and may lose many of their supporters. One of the downsides of Viacom's tactics is that people, the stupid ones anyway, will realize that they don't care about their viewers and are only about raising their rates. Don't get me wrong, AMC's goal is the same, but they are doing it with a smile and know that it will work in their favor in the end.
1: Yep. Yeah. That was cool for me, because I am a
0: Dish customer. And I'm like, oh, cool, Like I can watch it this way. Yeah. I mean, it just makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, I don't understand that whole... It also makes Dish look like the bad guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is the
1: main – I'm certain is the main point that AMC is trying to, trying to put out.
0: Yeah, and then the fact that it was like literally like a day or two after Viacom pulled most of their shit offline. They're like, oh, we don't want to look like that. They're, Viacom's looking, making everyone look bad. So let's go ahead and uh, let's say, hey, guys, you were gonna, come and watch our shit. Come and watch our shit. Sign up, and we'll let you watch our shit the same time everybody else does. That – it's just cool amazing i know it's like wow two different approaches and we'll see who settles sooner <laughs> uh all right so we got um got a couple of site comments on here uh one was from hannah elliott in regards to my viacom channels go dark and direct tv i'm a brawny i don't even know what that is what's a brawny i don't know yeah. so i'm gonna google search that bitch I'm a brawny, and as long as they keep Science Channel's ID and hub, I'm good. But my little brother will be upset if we lose Nick.
1: (laughs) It says, a brawny, the Urban Dictionary states that a name typically given to the male viewers or fans, whether they are straight, gay, bisexual, or anything, of the My Little Pony show or franchise. Wow. That doesn't make any sense to what he said. And it's also a girl's name.
0: Yeah. I
1: think they might be misusing it.
0: It's possible.
1: Or there's a regional thing going on that I, I don't know what. I have no. I'm, a, I'm like, whoa,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our our very own Stephen uh, here's movie review for Moonrise Kingdom. He said, "Is it weird that I Susie did everything?" Right-handed throughout the movie, yet she talked about her lefty scissors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking Steven, dude.
0: That sounds like a West kind of deal, but yeah, it, <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> so now
1: I have I have a uh, I have a comment Ew. from Smashed Puppy on my Halo Four Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty Bundle Revealed um, article. He says, the reason why is because some people love the game so much that they want to have every... Oh, because I asked at the end of it. I said, why... Everyone already has an Xbox, especially Halo fans. So why would they come out with a Halo-exclusive Xbox 360? That was that was my, my thing. Um, and they want a new skin on their old console. I have all the Halo Xbox 360s from the original, and I understand not everyone has the money to blow on a new machine every year just as a collector's item... Or to have in another room, I am happy they do these consoles. Though they are, though they are a conversation piece. That's that's cool for you. <laughs> I can barely afford my one Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Um, no, I mean that's cool. I, I from a personal standpoint, though, I was like, why? Because I am I've always been broke, like poor. <laughs> so I'm like, if I already have an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, why would I buy another one?
0: Yeah, I I know. I I'm kind of the same way. Like, why would I have two? Yeah. Makes sense unless it's like a buck fifty, you know, like the the Wii. (laughs) Yeah, I'll buy like
1: three of those. Fuck it (laughs) for the price of a freaking. (laughs) I'll buy one to prop up my
0: table and shit. I I uh, yeah, the table's a little while Let's get let's go ahead and get a let's get another Wii. Let's get a Wii. Set that up. That shit up. Uh, all right. Well. Before we head out, we want to remind you, if you want to read any more about these stories we talked about, you can check out our um, check them all out on our website, thelazygeeks.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook or add us to your circle on Google+. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at thelazygeeks, one word, or you can follow myself at lazy underscore nomad or Adam over there whenever he decides to go to Twitter, uh, at lazy underscore. <laughs> um, you can even email us at thelazygeeks.com. Um, I'm sorry. You can email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. That looks better. Yes. And uh, and for all you all you women sending in naked pictures, you can put it for Steve in the subject line, all you guys for Adam. Huh. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> for tranny, put attention. Steven with a PH. <laughs> and, he, and Steve will send me
1: an email going, hey, um, did you get any pictures? <laughs> any... You know, if you want to send them over, just just for just for the lols, yeah.
0: I, just for the lols. <laughs> just for the lols.
1: Just for the lols. <laughs> you
0: motherfucker! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the Lazy Geeks uh, theme was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod, <laughs> so. It's about time for us to check out So please be sure to leave a comment on this Or any podcast on either iTunes Or the website, thelazygeeks.com Tell us the good, the bad, and the lols and <laughs> Be sure to leave a comment because if you do We just made it on the podcast Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to So until next week oh. 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 Oh.